Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah, just some regular reborn, reformed cats. If it's in the Bible, then they're gonna speak on that. Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas, quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night Immersed in sin, but then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that Shines light, the word in Genesis That assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah. I'm listening No, I'm kidding. This is Guys with Bibles. I'm Sean. And I'm Lee. And uh, we're going to be talking about praying the Psalms this evening. Pray the Psalms. Are you familiar with praying? Wait, pray- wait a sound real holier than thou about it, Sean. Are you familiar with praying the Psalms, Lee, or is it just me? Am I the only holy one? I here? am as of recently. Okay. So I won't say, well, I won't say just as of recently. I, I've been aware that people have done it uh, for a long time, but I really have never done it until just recently. So you got me into this book called "Praying the Bible" by Donald S. Whitney. Yay! And I, I read it. Whitney. I read it in like an hour. Any, I mean, <laughs> it's it's like eighty nine pages. It's not very long, but it's it's a very easy read. And it took me two days. You're a much faster reader than me. Well, and I'm dyslexic, so shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm not. I, I'm actually dyslex- dyslexic. You're not so. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding about shaming you. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but You're clear now. Growing up, uh, at, when I was Catholic... I got, as I got older, I got into the liturgy, the hours, and that is the backbone of praying the liturgy, the hours, the breviary every day is the Psalms. So I would pray through the Psalms, but not in the way that Mr. Whitney here described it. So how I did it was you actually read through the Psalm and read it as if you're reading a prayer. Oh, which can work as well. That's not a bad way to do it. Um, But the way that Mr. Whitney describes doing it is read a line or read a verse. And if something comes to mind that you want to pray about, then you pray about it in response to that verse. And then you move on to the next verse and you keep doing that until you either run out of time or you run out of psalm. So it's it's a very easy system that he set up here, and it's it's actually quite wonderful. I think it says in the book here where somebody told him that it's like, yeah, right here, page 68. It seemed like a real conversation with a real person, as in you're having a conversation with God. 
and because in a sense because, because you are yeah, yeah because in a sense it's like a you know like a call and response type thing he's god you're reading god's word and then you're responding to it in prayer and, you know how some people will say like oh well prayer prayers are conversation with god and you wouldn't want to miss out on conversation and you know you you tend to cringe at that because people who aren't continuationists know um that god does not God's not speaking audibly to, to us anymore. He's given us his authoritative written word. Right. That's his communication to, to mankind. The gospel is contained therein, and that's what we proclaim to the world. So when we say conversation with God, we all we, we typically tend to roll our eyes to that. Like, no, conversation, uh, this is a one-sided conversation. Prayer is us speaking to God, and then reading the scripture is God speaking to us. But I would say that, that praying the Psalms kind of in the way that that Donald Whitney describes in the book is the closest you probably will get to that conversational thing, because not only are you taking in God's word as written in the Psalms or in other places in scripture, but then you're also using those words to speak back to God in prayer also. Yeah. And, um, the Psalms are perfect because that's what they were designed for. Um, is I believe it isn't it Psalms means like praises, yeah, or songs or to songs in yeah. uh, in Hebrew. Yeah, so that they're designed to be prayed back to God, who inspired the words mm-hmm. to be written down in the first place. Yeah, but like this afternoon, I took uh, my kids to the park and. I took my Bible with me and I sat down at a picnic table while they were playing and I read through Ephesians and the whole book. Yeah. Wow. And, um, I basically went through when I got to chapter two, I remembered reading this book and I started, I prayed through chapter two as I was reading it, and it was quite awesome. So, I mean, Did it's, you, know? you can do it with more than just the Psalms. You could do it with, now the, I think the only, you might not be able to do it so well with like narrative. Yeah, you would have to, I think you'd have to read a lot more material. If you're going to do, if you're going to do the, the way that you said where you, you read a verse or two and then respond or use the words to pray for something that you're thinking about or that's on your heart and then moving on, you would have to, you'd probably have to read more, more words, a few paragraphs, maybe even a few pages, and then take the idea that's being expressed there and turn that into a prayer. Yeah. That's kind of the way that, that Whitney describes it. So yeah. you do more, you would do more reading than praying, I suppose, but even that would, would still have value. But it's definitely easiest to pray, to use the Psalms as a basis for, for praying, or the epistles are good for that also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he came up with a system here for the Psalms, didn't he, Lee? Oh, yeah, I love this system. It Like, my, my uh, brain just, like, exploded when I read this. I thought, this is probably the best way. I, I honestly, I was completely revolutionized uh, by what he was, by the way he described it. You felt so liberated after. I was so liberated because you know, like, well, you know, it's a big book. You know, the Psalms is a big book, 
150 chapters, as we would consider them, 150 individual prayers, songs, poems, however you want to describe them. Uh, and, and you think, you know, oh, it's, it's so massive, you know, Psalm 119 is already really, really long. You know, how do yeah. I use so, such big a book? And he, he made this system of what he called the Psalms of the Day. So you would take the date uh, of the day that you are currently in. So, like, for instance, um, today, the day that we're recording this is June 25th. So using the Psalms of the Day, you would be praying Psalm 25. And then on top of that, you, you add 30 to the number of each one until you run out of Psalms which should give you five psalms a day. So today, the 25th, you would pray Psalm 25, Psalm 55, Psalm 85, Psalm 115, and Psalm 145 through the, through the course of the day. And you said that the, uh, the, the number five kind of corresponded to what your former practices in Catholicism were, right? Five yeah. times a day? Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, well, like a Mohammedan? I, well... It could actually be more than that if you break it down even more. It could be like I think it was up to seven times a day. If you, um, got, if you got real fancy with it, but isn't usually that what Martin Luther's uh, monastic order did. They prayed th- through the Psalms seven times a day. Yes, no, I don't know if ben- completely through all one hundred and fifty Psalms, but because yeah. I remember somebody said the uh, the Augustinian doing... the Augustinian order. I think. To this day is the strictest monastic order that's still around. It was a lecture somebody from Ligonier gave. I think it was Robert Godfrey said that uh, the monks in his monastery, because of the way they prayed the Psalms, they would pray the entire Psalter in a month. That's insane. Or I'm sorry, was it a week? I think it was a week. Yeah. Anyway, it was just like very, very fast, and they would and they'd be going over and over and over again, so that most of the monks would have the entire book of Psalms memorized relatively quickly. Yeah, and that's also the I I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but that's also the the whole reason that rosaries were made were oh, yes were for praying the Psalms and keeping track on the beads. It had nothing to how do with, many you'd done. It had nothing to do with Mary until the the first Vatican Council was when Mary got all this unbiblical attention. <laughs> so uh, before the first Vatican Council, and I can't remember what Pope that was, but uh, yeah, good, before good the luck ver- getting that out of me. Yeah, and at the same at the first Vatican Council, that's also where papal infallibility came in. So before, so before that, the Pope was actually just a guy. He was just a bishop of he was just the bishop of Rome. But after hmm. the first Vatican Council, he became the the vicar of Christ. Paul Maudib, Emperor of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> but well, now we have Dune references on here. <laughs> if you haven't read uh, Dune, people, you need to read it. It's the best. Sci-fi I've been book thinking ever. about Dune all day today. <laughs> I'm looking at it on my bookshelf right now. I've been it really. I've been a sinner. I had I did not take every thought captive because I I let my mind wander into the Dune universe way too often today. Well, you know what? There is grace. There is grace. 
There's grace. The uh, the system that you you said up to five psalms a day, but mm-hmm. but Whitney also said you don't have to necessarily you know there's no you know law binding you to praying five psalms True. a day if you only get through even part of one. Mm-hmm. That's probably more mm-hmm. prayer and more intense prayer than y- you've actually done in a long time anyway. So right. any amount of looking through the Psalms is going to be beneficial and praying through them is going to be beneficial. Because the whole the whole point of, and the whole reason he wrote that book and the whole reason I, people like us adopt a system like this to, to help us in our prayer life is because, and we've spoke about this before on a, on a previous uh podcast you and me it was a bonus episode not that i think it was back in the winter time it came out but you know everybody struggles with their prayer life that nobody feels quite like they pray how they should you know that's just a just a common thing and uh we we get in a rut of as as whitney says in his book of saying the same old things about the same old things now the problem with that situation isn't the fact that we're praying about the same old things because usually those things are pretty important. You know, we're praying for our our families or we're praying for our jobs, our coworkers, our church. Um, we're, we should be praying for people in authority over us in the government. We should be, you know, praying for all these things, praying for the persecuted church, praying for the mission of the gospel going forth into the world. Those you're going to be praying for those things over and over and over again. That's not the problem. The problem is saying the same old words about those same old things, because that's what that's what turns prayer into something mechanical, something um, that actually kind of dulls your your sense. It, yeah. it doesn't aw- awaken your religious affections the way maybe that uh, uh, Jonathan Edwards might describe it. It it doesn't. You don't feel like you've said anything properly. Sometimes you feel like your your prayers are just kind of stuck above your head and aren't going up any further than that. Yeah, because um, when when I was a a kid and I was you know where I was praying the rosary, it's just basically a repetition of fifty three Hail Marys with a couple other uh, sac- sacrilegious prayers. Well, the Lord's prayer and a couple of our fathers in there. Yeah. Well, the, the Hail Marys the, are anyway. I should yeah, say. Yeah. But um, it got to the point where you're just monotonously repeating the same thing over and over again, and it loses its meaning. Right. And uh, it just vain be- repetition, as it Jesus just, described it. Yeah, and it just becomes a chore, and there's no enjoyment in it. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's why I was considered a bad Catholic. Well, I think you you were I was awakened good, spiritually to the to I was the a, futility of all that. I was a good Baptist in a Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I, and I think when when we get discouraged by the way that we have been praying, sometimes you know, like if you're praying the Rosary and it's you can you can sense it's not it's not the right thing to do you you or or you're coming up with your own words and uh and you end up catching yourself saying the same words over and over again you've yeah. and you've created your own your own repetitive heartless liturgy um the best thing you can do is pray the bible and that's right. why he named he titled the book praying the bible because we have a whole bible full of words that are that have been breathed out by God. Um, he's inspired them. 
he's given them to us and preserved them over the millennia. And uh, what what better words could we pray to God than the words that he's already given us in his book? So, um, and there's no better book to, to do that with than the book of Psalms, which specifically were given for people to sing and to pray. Yeah, and uh, what are some, so far, as have you been working through this system, what's like a couple or one of your, the biggest Psalms that you've liked so far? Um, I've always loved Psalm 19. That's a good one. And I'll, I can, I'll just read it here. I'm going to read it out of my readers Psalms in ESV. I'll, I'm, I think I'll put a link in the show. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> um, actually Psalm, uh, Psalm 8 and Psalm 19 are two of my absolute favorite psalms. Um, I loved blogging over uh, Psalm 8. Uh, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and, like a strong man, runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Yeah, that's a good one. So there are plenty of little verses in there that you could you could pluck out and and use to pray. Um, either no, number one, praises, which are those are things that I don't pray about very often. Usually, my prayers will start defaulting into just a list of things that I'm concerned about or worried about and asking God to intervene with. Yeah. And that's I'm, the one thing I'm, I'm oh. guilty of at, I'm of immediately coming to God with my needs instead of thanking mm-hmm. him for what I have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I usually have to repent of that every time that I pray. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm that's like, good. Well, yeah. It, yeah. At least I'm, you know, coming to, you know, I have the knowledge that what I'm doing probably isn't the best thing. Yeah. But. but and that's one of the things I like about many psalms open with a a praise uh, a certain um, way of describing praise to God. So here we're talking about he- the heavens declaring the glory of God and the sky proclaiming His handiwork. So I could take that into into thank God for not only giving us the beautiful world that we live in that sustains our physical life, but also the fact that every thing that He's created, every bit of common grace that He's poured into our environment. 
uh, also praises him and points to him as the creator. And so yeah. I can use that to thank God for opening my eyes to knowing him and knowing Christ. So I can be grateful for my salvation and the fact that everything around me reminds me that Christ is alive and loves his children. And then I can thank God for giving me his word because we have a lot of explanation down through verses 7 through 11 about how great God's word is. So I can be thankful for that. And in the midst of it also, um, I can also repent of some, of some of my sins as well and ask him, like it says in verse 12, to clear me innocent from hidden faults. Um, and then also that he would protect um, my soul and that what I say and what I meditate on in my heart would, would please him and not, not grieve him. Yeah. And there's so many things in there that you could turn in and pray for other people about. Yeah, and the weird thing, and well, it's not weird. It's it's a pretty awesome thing. It's it's this is as you read through a psalm, it's each verse is going to hit a person a different way. Every everybody's mm-hmm. going to be different. It's going to hit everybody a different way, and something different's going to come to everybody's mind about what to pray for, or what to pray about. And it's the it's literally limitless. What could be brought to your mind. And what's so cool about the Psalms is with this system, there's actually a, an app that you can get on your phone. Yes. Is it just I'm called, mention this. Is it just it's, called it's five called Psalms? Five Psalms. Yeah. And, uh, I use that in the morning. I can open that up and I can just flip through the five Psalms and whatever one kind of grabs my attention just right off the right off the bat is the one I'm going to, I'm going to pray through at that moment. That's how I do it. And, uh, and with the five Psalms, there's such a range of emotion within the book of Psalms that you're going to get, you're going to get a good mix, um, throughout the picks of the day, the, the Psalms Mm -hmm. of the day. And, uh, even, even in times of, you know, really dark times in your life, uh, when you're really depressed or you're going through a rough patch, uh, we, we all have to go through that stuff and, uh, it's inevitable, but there, there's even, you know, there's some pretty hardcore Psalms in there that you can pray through and to get, you know, that feeling of suffering that David has been going through. I believe this is David, isn't it? Oh no, Psalm, 80, Psalm 88 is a psalm of the sons of Korah. Mm, okay. But uh, I'm going to read, th- read it, Sean. Yeah, I'm going to read through Psalm 88. Um, I have the CSB, so it's going to sound a little different. But uh, Lord God of my salvation, I cry out before you day and night. May my prayer reach your presence. Listen to my cry. For I have had enough troubles and my life is near Sheol. I am counted among those going down to the pit. I am like a man without strength, abandoned among the dead. I am like the slain lying in the grave whom you no longer remember and who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest part of the pit and the darkest places and the depths. Your wrath weighs heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves. You have distanced my friends from me. You have made me repulsive to them. I am shut in and cannot go out. My eyes are worn out from crying. Lord, I cry out to you all day long. I spread out my hands to you. 
Do you work wonders for the dead? Do departed spirits rise up to praise you? Will your faithful love be declared in the grave, your faithfulness in Abaddon? Will your wonders be known in the darkness or your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I call to you for help, Lord. In the morning my prayer meets you. Lord, why do you reject me? Why do you hide your face from me? From my youth I have been suffering and near death. I suffer your horrors. I am desperate. Your wrath sweeps over me. Your terror destroys me. They surround me like water all day long. They close in on me from every side. You have distance, loved one and neighbor from me. Darkness is my only friend. Amen. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a depressing one to read. But at the same time, look how it starts out. Lord God of my salvation, I cry out before you day and night. So even in the midst of all this darkness, the only thing that the writer of this psalm had to hold on to was the Lord God of my salvation. That was the only thing he had. That was his only hope. And and if God's your salvation, then he's going to have an open ear to you. We hear that throughout much of the Old Testament and into the New Testament as well, that, that the redeemed have God's ear. And so who better would we tell our troubles to than the God who saves us? Right. But we, we have a thing, you know, we don't feel spiritual if we complain to God. You know, we we want to say nice things to God and we want to pray for other people, but we either don't want to pray for ourselves or we don't want to say basically, God, why are you sitting on your hands? I'm in trouble here. I'm yeah. in the pit. I'm I'm practically dead. And where are you? What are you doing? And yeah. we feel guilty. You know, if we we would feel guilty if we came up with that on our own and prayed that it would feel not right. Oh yeah. But but the power of praying the Psalms is the fact that God's inspired all these prayers, and there's many many of these that are true laments. They're prayers of lament. Yeah, it's like and where the heck are, are you? Absolutely. Like, yeah, like where where what are you doing? And those are acceptable to pray to God because we don't always feel God's presence. That's part of what makes yeah. our prayer lives so difficult sometimes is that you do sometimes you do feel like you're just talking into the empty air and it's not going anywhere but i think it's it's super encouraging to pray through even psalms like these that are very dark and about pain and suffering because even as you're giving your complaint your lament about that suffering the whole ground of that is the fact that you do have faith in a god in the only God who uh, has promised to save you and has made you his child and is the only person who, uh, who's, who's even worthy of, of you telling, telling your troubles to. Right. The only person yeah. who can make a difference. And, uh, and as I was reading verse 10, something popped into my head that I could pray about. And it's, uh, and also when, and Whitney said, this doesn't have to be perfect exegesis. Like, you don't have to pray exactly what the verse means. Um, it could just be something that pops into your head. Like, I think he said, if you're reading something, if if they mention Mark, the, like the, in the Gospel of Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, if that reminds you of, like, your friend Mark, you know, if it pops into your head, then you need to pray about something. Go ahead and do it, you know. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be completely related to the 
to what is actually as being reformed people as we are. We like to we like to study the text. We like to know the the meaning of the text. Sometimes that that involves some original word study. Uh, from yeah. the original languages and things like that. You have that. to know this all the context that... and all this stuff. And Yeah. But it's not the kind of practice that this is. Yeah, and then verse 10 it says, Do you work wonders for the dead? Departed spirits rise up to praise you. And I immediately thought of Ephesians chapter 2, where you are dead in your trespasses and sins, and God does do wonders for the dead. He raises us oh, wow. to, new, yeah. to new life. That So... That I as I was reading that, that was the first time I've made that connection. So right thank there. you that you've worked wonders for the dead because I'm an example of how you do that. Yeah, because I was dead in my sin and you raised me to new life in Christ. And you could use that even as a as a way of of thanking God for your brothers and sisters in the faith, maybe that you go to church with, or that you know through other through other ways. Like I'm I'm thankful that you that you worked a wonder for. Um, for Sean from bringing him back from spiritual death and for Scott for bringing him from spiritual death right, and for yeah. the encouragement that they are, which is true. I've prayed that before. Well, thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a great example. Yeah, that's, that's actually, maybe I'm a depressing guy. That's one of my favorite Psalms, uh, Psalm 88. I like the... It has gravitas. It's real. Yeah, I like the really raw. I love all the Psalms. I love the book of Psalms, but the really raw and I love the book of Lamentations. That's probably a good one to pray through as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um uh I like Psalm 124 a lot and it's really short. It's uh one of the songs of ascent. Um okay. it says and I'm actually going to read this in CSB. Uh you're welcome. Oh. Okay. Uh, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, when they would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger against us, then the water would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging water would have swept over us. Blessed be the Lord, who has not let us be ripped apart by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the hunter's net. The net is torn, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. Wasn't that so smooth to read? Super smooth. I'll tell you what it is. It's faithful and true. Trademark. It is. Trademark. That's, that's my favorite emoji, by the way. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, if I want to make fun of something that somebody says, I put the trademark logo next to it with an emoji. I, it took me forever to figure out that that was an emoji. I was, <laughs> oh, really? I was like, how's he doing that? I want to do that. I want to be like me. Yeah, it's near the end of the emoji list. It's great. But yeah, Psalm 124 is great. That's a good one. And and of course, you know, since I did go to Israel, I like Psalm 122 a lot, which is specifically a prayer for Jerusalem, which, you know, you can't go wrong there either. No. But I'm not going to read that right now. (laughs) We're running... Well, I, I don't want to grieve. I don't want to grieve my brother, and we're running up on time. I was gonna read um, Psalm one nineteen. Do it. Oh, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> we got all it'll the time a, in the world. It'll be a three hour. <laughs> Talk about that for a uh, for a. Uh, hey, one thing I like about the uh, the ESV layout of Psalm one nineteen, not ESV. Sorry, 
uh, CSB layout of Psalm 119 is that they have the Hebrew characters next yeah. to the... Uh, I really like that. Yeah, that that is pretty neat. Not not all translations do that. Some do. No, most don't. Sometimes um, they don't even have the uh, the uh, transliteration of the Hebrew letter. Yeah, some of them don't. Boo on that. What was it gonna? Oh, the the system, the Psalm system that Whitney laid out. Um, that's good for a 30-day month. So on the 31st day, if you're in a month that has 31 days, you rely on Psalm 119 for that 31st day. Since it's so long, mm-hmm. you can use that for the entire day to pray through if you'd like. Or yeah, you, you can could, you could take five sections out of it, or you could just do as much as you want in the course of that 31st day. Yeah, because, I mean, it has, what, 170? Or I think he said, he said, too, he recommended that if they're, if you're just not really connecting with the words of the actual psalms of the day that are laid out, um, you know, with that adding 30 to each. Um, you can substitute any section from Psalm 119 that, that you're spiritually right. connecting with at that moment. Yeah. That helps you, which is nice. Yeah, so... I, uh, I, I, ha- I really like that, the psalms of the day tool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really and it, like I think, that. I think he has a little chart in the back... I'll put a uh, link in the show notes to the uh, Praying the Bible book, too. Yeah, um, it's such a good, it's a really easy read, and it's it's actually really informative, and I think it's 89 pages, so yeah, there it it's is. Re- little, it's really small. It's a little, he even has a little chart for Psalms of the Day, but you can just get the app on your phone, everybody has a smartphone. And he uh, he's done several talks on it as well, so there are, um, there's some YouTube links out there of, uh, of sessions that he's done at, at uh, churches that have that have done little conferences and things where he's talked about the Psalms of the day system and meditating on scripture and using it using the words of scripture in your prayers using yeah. the Psalms specifically so I may link those two I may just dump it all in the show notes so I think this yeah. is really helpful and especially for people I feel a lot for people who struggle with their prayer life because I have for a very long time and still do um, but it definitely it definitely feels right to use God's word as our prayers back to God. Yeah, for and to, sure. And to use the scripture as a jumping off point to say fresh things that are true and authentic. Use the inspired word to not just say the same old words about the same old things. To get fresh words yeah, uh, directly from the pages of scripture. I was going to say, essentially, it's, it's just you're being inspired by the inspired word of God to pray what comes to mind as you're reading scripture and it's, it's just, you can't go wrong with it. It's, it's so simple. I can't, that was, that was a good way of putting that. It's so simple. Like I couldn't have, like, I feel like I'm stupid for not thinking about doing that <laughs> on my own. <laughs> oh, Oh, I, um, one other thing. Uh, in the in the pocket Puritan section of the Banner of Truth website, there's a book, and I bought it a while back, called Prayers on the Psalms, and it actually comes from the Scottish Psalter of 1595. So there's a very brief prayer for each of the 150 Psalms in here, and I, if you don't mind, I'll just read you the brief the brief one on Psalm 88. I'll do it. 
uh, eternal Father, who, for our great good, dost cast us into many calamities and miseries, despise not our prayers, lest in thy fury thou dost reject and cast us clean away. Have pity on us, thy poor servants, who call daily upon thee, and replenish us with thy grace, to the intent that all those in whose eyes we are contemptible and despised may understand that yet thou lovest us, in thy well-beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's a that's, that's so, a nice that's breathing. so good, yeah. It's really good, and the, and usually, no matter the length of the psalm, the prayers that are in this book are about that length. So very short, but very to the point. Nice uh, um, encapsulation of of what the psalm's talking about. Really like that. That's on the I'll I'll link to it too. That's very the, Puritan, short and to the point. It really is. It reminded me a lot of some of the prayers from the Valley of Vision that we've talked about before. Even though they're not directly jumping off the page of Scripture at you, you could definitely can tell these are people that have really studied and, yeah. and drunk up the Scriptures. Uh, yeah, deeply. and it's not just like you can... It's, it's, it's like doctrinally rich, not just like... It's like beyond just mm-hmm. being like accurate to Scripture. It's like the Valley vision like dives into doctrines and you pray, you pray. It's, uh-huh. it's incredible. It's, it's, it's a, it's, that's a wonderful prayer book that I don't care if you're reformed Arminian. I, I don't care what if you you're are. Pelagian, you won't like it, but pretty much yeah. anybody else. <laughs> but I mean, every Christian, it doesn't matter what tradition you belong to. If, if you're a Christian, you would really enjoy a copy of the Valley of vision. And every Christian should have a copy of the Psalms, and that's pretty easy to get a hold of. Yes, so you obviously. Sh- so you can uh, praying through the Psalms is a practice that I think everybody should get into. It's it's natural. It's it's natural, and everybody has a Bible, and everybody has things that they want to pray about. But maybe sometimes you can't really drum up the words to pray about mm-hmm. it, or whatnot and if you just read the psalms a line at a time or a verse at a time things will come to you that you need to pray about and then you can you can pray about them as you're reading through the psalm and it's 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 foolproof really yeah no it is um but one thing on my wish list is i i want the bible publishers to make a standalone pocket-sized book of psalms in good size type for just this kind of thing, so that you don't have to whip out your your smartphone if you don't want to. That you could have this little, I, I, I imagine it being like the little like Gideon Bible-sized Bible, but instead of it being a New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs, it's just the book of Psalms. Right. I'd love that, and I, I want Crossway to make it. And I have no pull whatsoever, but I'm going to beg and plead. I may tweet about it and see, produce a pocket psalter. In ESV, NASB, or even CSB, I don't care. I would, I would love that. Yeah, see, I, I despise those little, like the just the New Testament with the Psalms and Proverbs, like the rest mm-hmm. of the Old Testament's like trash or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think that's the first step to unhitching, and I don't like it. Well, you just, you just made yourself very well understood. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like those no, I'm, little. I'm with you. I'm with you on it too. I, I like. I mean, if Bible. you have one, that's fine. I have a, uh, 
it's an ESV crossway devotional Psalter, but it's, it, I mean, it's like the size of a regular Bible and it has really thick paper so you can write in it. And, oh yeah. And, and extra, extra space to write into like around the margins. Yeah. It has like, I have one yeah, it has too. like wide margins and it's like, uh, it's actually pretty nice, like bonded leather. Like it's a decent looking book, but, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's decent size. Like it's like a normal size Bible. So still, you know, you can't stick it in your back pocket and go out through the day. Yeah. It's like the size of a, of a regular thin line Bible. Yeah. Or close to it. It's, it's decent size. Yeah. I wish they would make just a little pocket soldier. That would be, and they, you'd think they'd have something floating around on Amazon or I'll tell you who has it. I'll tell you who has one. It's the, the, uh, the Orthodox. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. it's the I think it's the Coverdale translation. I really want ESV, NASB, or CSB. Yeah, yeah. Not many Southern Baptists carry around a, a, salter, a salter with them. <laughs> it's true. So I don't know if the CSB will come around to the or even ESV. Probably, uh, maybe probably eventually. Most Southern Baptists, except for uh, Jeremy Lee, would probably call us. Uh, um, Catholic sympathizers for co- even calling it a Psalter. Well, I mean, that's what it's called. But... Yeah, Jeremy Lee, that, what a piece of work. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyway, um, Sean, where can they find us? Oh, you got me. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> uh, you can go to guyswithbibles.com. You can listen to our podcasts on there or read our blogs. Please read our blogs. Please. Uh, we, we work really hard on them. And one comes out on Tuesday and one comes out on Thursday. So we get two a week. Um, you can Because we're crazy. Go, yeah. You can go our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Guys With Bibles. You'll our find Twitter us. is lit, by the way. Oh, our Twitter's great. Thanks yeah. to Lee. I get kind of, I go through spurts where I'll. I'm a tweetaholic. Yeah. I just like to see what you tweeted about. So today I was in a, uh, I was in a thread with uh, several people, including Ben from regular reformed guys. He was, he's the resident, um, Presbyterian on the show, but they okay. were rank, they were ranking Christopher Nolan movies. <laughs> so I put my own ranking on there. <laughs> Oh man, I love it's, the regular reform guys. That's a good I do, podcast. I, do too. I love that podcast. I'm going to link to it too. There's going to be so many links on this bonus episode. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, our one listener is going to be busy. <laughs> Jeremy Lee's going to love it. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably not even listening anymore because we called no. him a piece of work. <laughs> he knows it. Uh, we know it. We're just helping his sanctification. <laughs> but uh, then you can email us directly. Um, if you don't want to talk to us on social media, you can email us at uh, guyswbibles at gmail.com. So I think that's pretty much... Oh, and if you don't want to listen to the podcast on the website, it's a lot better if you go to iTunes or Google Play and uh, search for us on there and subscribe to our podcast there. We're on there, and it's much better experience listening to podcasts through iTunes or Google Play. So, And if you leave us a five-star review, we will personally spring one of your deceased relatives from purgatory. So... <laughs> 
as as soon as the review on the directory rings, a soul from purgatory springs. Oh, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> glory. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna say we'll send one of Scott's books from his library to him. <laughs> that would work too. No, that he would get mad at that. But. Probably. Hey, pray for Scott. Hopefully he gets a new phone soon. That's why he's yeah, not he's, with us right now. He's not with us right now because his phone's messed up. So that's... Hopefully quit, he gets that fixed. Quit dropping your phone, Woodruff. Yeah. All right, Sean. But you I, you I can think, do the honors. All right. Well, this is Guys with Bibles. And we're out!